Hi there. Welcome back to the table. And some people like to tell me that I is trolling. And I have to tell them that, no, I am not trolling. I am not deceiving. And to my right, we have... <laughs> we, we have Hose XD. Hey. Uh, we have... Mm, Joe Mokun. Okay. We have Ruudi. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> and we have Jamie Don't Cry. Hello. <laughs> and happy anniversary, guys. We are, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is our recording for our year annual uh, return uh, to this podcast. You know, that's, that's what it's called for Wait. an anniversary for Can't lack of better have an words. anniversary because time isn't real. You know what is also isn't real? My self-esteem so we're gonna get into it with a rather fitting place i'd say for a year because a year ago we were starting up and a year later here we are sieging a city so is everyone ready for that oh fuck yeah great great here we go i just want to say one last time sorry again that i was sick but uh thankfully that the dough boy covered for me all right any questions before we start? Uh, actually, before we start, maybe we should do a summary real quick. Yeah. yeah. La- last we saw our adventurers, they were caught between the cell and a blank slate. That blank slate being the new life we've been given to carve after eating the primordial of deceit, effectively forcing pickup artists and air quotes nice guys to get a personality <laughs> or die alone. <laughs> Awakening to this new world, our crew was tasked to prepare for war. Cue you and I, Victor, prayed to our god Lust, asking them to start a multi-level marketing scheme to rule the world. <laughs> Giram asked a horned devil to forward Orcus a pamphlet of said multi-level marketing scheme. Nilo accepted a fetch quest from Uchi, and Suzette gave us a crash course in the common language. You gave us an English lesson, but it's <laughs> D&D, oh, okay. so it's common. Uh, <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Yeah. I said, wherefore art thou, and then you said oh, that. okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, From there, after screaming insults at them, the Riker of Jarakmus teleported the crew to the Crimson Kingdom, where we convinced King Nerum, all five of us, <laughs> were his children from different mothers. <laughs> uh, with, oh, oh no. With the plebes not knowing of lying, the king and his court believed us and said they would fight for our cause if we took care of the forest bandits and, after only a few botch-fest, blood-spurtling hiccups, the bandits exited the forest to fight for Gothica as well. Die, Ranger. Do-do-do-do. <laughs> oh, boy. I almost wanted to forget about what happened with King Nerum. <laughs> <laughs> and the princess, the princess Nerum, and the princess <laughs> technically, princess yeah. near him. That's Princess Farum. Ah, now with Vera actually doing her job, and <laughs> the rest of you following on just a little ways behind her, we are now approaching the siege. For the sake of brevity, while I would love to throw in that mandatory goblin encounter on the path, we're probably just gonna say after a few days travel. Your party does arrive to the uh, dawning banders of the Noctis Occulta hanging over the hills. Now, before we crest that hill one last time, any other questions? Nothing yet. Nothing yet. What's the biggest bird we saw on our way here? A roke, which oh, is dang. a very, very big bird. How like, big is it? Bigger than a house. Okay. Oh, wow. I was yeah. just hoping we didn't see any Aarakocran out here. 
you have a thing against Erica. <laughs> They're just big birds, and I don't like them. <laughs> okay, that we'll unpack that later. Do you think... Technically, they're bird people. Do you think Big Bird is an Aarakocra from Sesame Street? He might be. No, Absolutely. Well, he looks more like a Kenku, right? Well, Kenku's... <laughs> now I can only think about Big Bird just like making like car noises every time his <laughs> mouth opens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Oscar the Grouch is a friggin' Trash Goblin. Trash Goblin is my new band name. All uh, right. Good to be back. Anyways. <laughs> all right. We well, if it. there are no questions, then finally... You are finally cresting the hill and overlooking a quite the scene. Uh, you could see the smoke from leagues away, but uh, it is now ever more apparent that you stand before a large scale siege. Uh, the entirety of the city of Ravenbridge seems to be walled up, garrisoned, and up in smoke, while surrounding it is a legion of death. People clad in black armor, robes, as well as different akinments of fiends, specters, undead, all awaiting under the banner of several different individuals. Now, you don't see any sign of King Nerum's forces, nor the rebels' forces. However, they may be messed by the either large walls of bodies <laughs> or the actual smoke in the fog of war. Let the bodies hit the float. <laughs> As you perceive around, uh, you're also realizing that the uh, the only banner that was able to see is the one that rests upon this hill that you currently stand upon, which does bear that of the Noctis Occultan Star. However, the rest of these camps all seem to be rather unmarked. Is there any actions you wish to take at this moment? Uh, I'd like to pray to Orcus, see if I can find him. Okay, go ahead and roll a religion. Anyone else have an action? These camps are unmarked. Koisid and I want to tag them <laughs> with our uh, Noctis Occulta propaganda. Okay, okay. So you're going to run down there and start like slapping flyers up on the yeah, tents? Yeah, yep. Okay. Just to make sure they know who's here. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, anyone else have anything? I wanted to just get up a little higher and get a bird's eye view on the situation, scope out the place a bit. <clears throat> Don't say birds. What? Victor's got a thing on birds, birds man. <laughs> birds. You don't want to trigger him. Bird, <laughs> birds. The, uh, oh my God, I forgot his name. The guy we want to be king when we're done here. Nathaniel? Yes. Is he around? Uh, you don't, uh, you could probably actually roll a perception. Try to see if you can see him. Uh, what was your religion roll? I, I forgot how to roll. 18. <laughs> uh, an 18? Okay. Uh, you seem to, before you can even begin your prayer, um, as you open yourself to those channels, you get a strong resonant feeling pulling you to the west side of the siege encampments. Okay. I got a nat 20. Nat 20. Uh, immediately, you spot Nathaniel on the east side of the siege encampments. Bef uh, he seems to be kind of like burrowed in under a force of what appear to be armed black armored individuals safe to say that those people are all kind of grouped up together before i head off i'd like to turn to nilo if i don't see you at the end of this just know this was real and i give him a kiss mm. and then i say i like start walking and then i'm like turn back on second dot can i get a ride <laughs> uh, i'll just i'll point in the direction of which way i need to go <sighs> i sorry yo I, babe let me your wheels for five minutes it's just gonna <laughs> It, it'll be it take oh yeah sorry you got gas money i got kiss money 
All right. <laughs> so, uh, swooping up into the air with Giram post kiss. Uh, where? What do we see? Uh, roll that perception for me. Also, heads up. It's now a romantic podcast. <laughs> We're only following the stories of Nilo and Giram from here on out. What about a bromantic podcast? Oh, then we bro. can get Victor and so that your bro. Uh-huh. That's a, a dirty 20. Oh, 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 oh. I like this oh. dice trade that I got. Uh, is there? Are you just kind of like looking for anything that looks important then? Yeah. As you are kind of scoping out uh, the situation, you can see that there are quite a lar- uh, quite amount of a large fiends as well as devils kind of stomping around. Uh, the siege encampments. This is primarily on the southern and the western side that they seem to be marching about. Some of them are even so feral, it would seem that they're being restrained with chains and or magical bindings as to prevent them from moving out. You do see that the siege equipment is more or less ready at this moment on the uh, distant hills to your far south, where siege towers, trebuchets, as well as a few ballistas appear to be lying in wait and structure. Whereas you turn and look towards the wall, you can see that they are completely on guard, uh, not so pressed up against the wall as to avoid any unnecessary artillery skirmish, but they are there in number in defense and are completely surrounded with a visual of gold and red all lining behind these walls. They are here in force, even though that it would seem that quite a lot of their bodies already litter the ramparts outside. However, they are still here in uh, great strength. Uh, aside from that, you can't see much of what's going on in the city as most of the uh, smoke from said city and around the area are obscuring much of it, but you can just see the palace kind of peeking out overhead. Uh, what you do notice, however, is that quite a few crossbowmen do seem to spot you and are all... S- slowly beginning to prepare their weapons. Swoop down, quick. They're aiming at, they have crossbowmen aiming at us. Swoop. Swoop We have down. to fly low. Swoop and low. You swoop low and uh, presumably you're going to make it to the western end of the encampment. Okay. Uh, is there anything else someone wanted to do? Yeah, so uh, I would like to find uh, Nathaniel. Okay, uh, so you're proceeding over to Nathaniel on the easter side of the encampment. Uh, Victor, <laughs> you and Q are all hanging up flyers. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, do we see any dead bodies or do we see any bodies there, laying around? Yes, there are plenty of piles of bodies. Okay, Q, what do you think I should do? Should I raise one of these dead? Because we're I know about to start battling or should I summon a demon and you lie to it? Say that you're a demon king and you need to know its name. <clears throat> well, uh, as one who has resided in the hells for a time, um, I have to say that that second one doesn't sound like the best option. Yeah, but you can lie. They, d- they don't know about lying. And then we have dominion over them because we know their name. Oh, yeah. It's as if the person who is in charge of this universe keeps forgetting that. And forgot that, hey, maybe the players would exploit I know, that. I know this. <laughs> Q's not smart, okay? He's a quasitz. He has much intelligence. No, he doesn't. His intelligence <laughs> is a whopping one, okay? Oh, wait. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it'd, have to be, it'd have to be at least like a 10. Yeah, I think it's a 10 or a 13. It's probably less than that, actually. 
probably eight. You just have to be above three in order to be capable of speech and understanding of speech. <laughs> I, re- I really do need to either bookmark this or it, it is bookmarked. Uh, <laughs> let's see how smart our little guy. I'm pretty sure it's 10, actually. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. Whoa, whoa. Intelligence. Oh, man, he has a seven. That's what I thought. Yeah. It's uh, it's wisdom. That's what I was thinking. He's got a negative two then? That's actually worse than what I thought it was. I thought it was eight. Wow. Numbers. (laughs) We could have lied, you know, in this new universe. He's got a wisdom of uh, intelligence of 15. Just because you lied. It's simple, guys. You just have to say that you're smart, and that makes you a smart individual in this universe. Exactly. Because it can't be not true. I'm a gynius. Is this like a Jar Jar Binks type of thing? No. I don't know what that means. Do not bring that up. (laughs) But yeah, name is forbidden. What what do you want to do? I think maybe we should get an undead bodyguard. Okay, yeah, that's what we're doing, guys. I'm friggin' finally, <laughs> once and for all. What's the closest dead body I see that is uh, intact? Closest body intact. Uh, roll a percentile for me. A 59. Closest body seems to be hanging out of a mound of bodies that a few fiends are currently, a uh, few fiends and undead are currently feeding on uh, at this moment. However, he is sticking out. Uh, just enough to show that his body is more so intact, except for his throat. Oh, wait. So are these fiends, are they enemy or friend? Uh, they seem to be ignoring you. They don't even seem to notice that you exist. Okay. How far away is it? It's about, I mean, from the hill that you're standing on. Well, presuming you ran all the way down there to put up your flyers, that's uh, about 20 feet closer to the spiked barricades. Okay, I'm going to stealth at least 10 feet from it. Okay. And then summon the animate dead. Okay, roll a stealth for me. Does does Q have to roll a stealth? Yes. Man, he's stealthy as hell. I hope so. He's a <laughs> stealth boy 3000. Okay, okay, okay. It's all very important to the siege, I assure you. Okay, we both rolled eights, but yeah, he gets a plus five. He got a 13. I got an eight. So he's kind of hiding, and you are basically just kind of walking up. Not, I'm you're, cool. you're, you're like crouched, but you're just kind of walking up. Oh, I, I mashed in R3. <laughs> exactly. Um, and as you walk up, a few of the fiends look over. Some of them snarl, but continue to feed, and the undead just seem to ignore you all together. And these uh, zombies, I should clarify that the undead are. All right, man. Guys, I'm raising an animated dead. Woo! I create this undead servant from a pile of <laughs> bones or a corpse of a medium or small humanoid within range. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. It's not like a small guy or a giant one? No, it's a medium. Okay. Nice. A uh, nice little medium. I pull out a shirt that's a medium. It'll fit him perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) It has... All of this is true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Also, we've tagged to have the Noctis Occulta symbol on it. (laughs) Uh, Good job. Okay, yeah. I raise him. What happens? Uh, With that, a few snapping of bones and uh, setting placements of dislocated joints begin to occur as a... A dark light rises out of the corpse. A few of the fiends look at it in curiosity, then turn back to their meals as this body slowly begins to raise chest first into the air. Once the broken bones and joints set back into place, it slowly is set down on its feet. The undead servant 
lets out a dry, raspy breath and just seems to await its orders. Ooh, he's like a crooner over there. Like a a lady crooner, a raspy breath, Miley Cyrus style. What? Is Miley Cyrus a zombie? Is that what I'm drawing here? No, it's like a singer, a crooner. What's a crooner? A singer is a crooner. Like, a crooner is a singer. But what kind of singer uh, is it? Is it a special type of singer? Like a lounge singer type deal. An old style singer. A crooner. Elvis might have been technically a crooner. I think you're thinking of Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra also would have been a crooner. Would Dewey Cox have been a crooner? Yes. Okay. Exactly. In some of yeah, in some of his many genres, he would have been a crooner. Okay. Turns all your bad feelings into good feelings. It's a nightmare. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right, you have your undead servant. Real quick, we're gonna jump over to Suzette, who's uh, moving over towards Nathaniel Colden. As you enter this encampment, you do notice a few familiar faces that you've seen around the cell. Uh, this definitely seems to be a more occulta-based encampment as you find yourself uh, treading through it. Uh, they seem to be lashing on some rather medium-weight armor and donning some robes, uh, some black robes over said armor. Uh, I asked Nathaniel, <clears throat> you're familiar with the city? Nathaniel jumps a little bit and turns over to you. Oh, Oh, I saw Suzette. By the way, I am like the least stealthiest person in our group. <laughs> oh, uh, the question, am I familiar with the city? Yes, yes, I, I grew up here. Spent right. a lot of my uh, time here. Did they go over any emergency procedures to get you out of the city safely? Uh, yes, actually, and I made sure to tell that to them right away. Uh, there is essentially a backward sewer-like canal vault to escape the... Uh, palace and down into the sea to use a boat so we have sentries on that shoreline watching to make sure no one tries to run out okay but we can use it to get in we can't use it to get in why not it's a one way so essentially if you go in there there's gonna be you're essentially gonna be looking at a cavern with a uh, small body of water under it um however the only way to enter into the palace through said cavern is through a chute that's in a ceiling and that chute kind of doesn't allow access upwards. How wide is the chute? The chute itself, I think, is about five feet, five by five. Do we have anything that can fly that doesn't need wings? Not that I know of. Maybe we could try asking some of the, you know, demonic overlords on that side of the camp, but I haven't felt too keen (laughs) on talking to them. All right, who's in charge of the siege? (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Oh, that's the thing. No one's really decided that yet. I take a look around the camp that I'm in. Uh, who seems to be have an idea of what's going on or in, in charge in any sort? You see Pelagius uh, waiting inside a rather large tent. Seems to be discussing things with a few uh, other occulted members, as well as uh, the Riker of Jerachmus residing in Soft's body. I uh, grab Nathaniel and make him come with me as I go over there. Okay. Uh, Nathaniel works his way in with you. Uh, Pelagius? You're here. What is it? Uh, I have... An idea, two ideas. Um, okay. Regarding? Well, the siege. Okay. What are they? So we have the main force in front, correct? On, yes. On basically two fronts? Well, three fronts, technically. All right. What are the estimated losses on our side? So far, we've lost about a thousand right now. Estimated if we sieged immediately, we'd probably be losing close to around 4,000 of our men. We're about 5,600 strong. Okay. Uh, do you think it'd be beneficial to be able to get a team inside the city? 
Absolutely. We just haven't found a way to do that. I have an idea. Okay. Let's so Nathaniel told you about the emergency exit? Yes. So there is a chute. If we can get something that can fly that doesn't necessarily need wings to carry a rope to the top, we would be able to climb up the chute. Right. And the only thing is we don't have anything that doesn't have wings that can fly. What about something that's small enough that the wingspan doesn't matter? I see. Okay. We can carry a rope. Rope's not that heavy. Shouldn't matter. Do you have an idea of what that could be? Uh, I mean, we have uh, the koi set. I don't know how strong it is, if it'd be able to carry the rope, but something along that line. Can we, can the koi set fly? Uh, it can fly, right? No, no, no. Koi set doesn't have wings. That son of a bitch. But I can summon a demon who does. We need something small, though. Uh, or... Yeah, it has to be under, uh, but we, I can find a small winged imp or something. All right, well, semantics, really. As long as we can find something... Or even maybe something that can climb it. Claws that are strong enough to dig into the rock. I'm sure we have plenty of things with claws. Well, we thought that as well. He looks over to Nathaniel. The chute is very, very sleek, and it appears to be made of adamantium. So nothing's digging in there. What about sticking? Sticking? Could be. Do we have something that sticks, that can continue to ascend, that would be fast, and can also clutch a rope? That's a good point. Well, the other thing I was thinking is, I mean, the point of this is to, I mean, we want to panic the city, right, into making mistakes. Right. How many creatures do we have that can fly? We have quite a few devils that can fly. Enough to make a small group, platoon, let's say 35, 50? I believe so. Between the two, anyways, yes. Here's an idea. So instead of having them fly up near the wall, we have them hang back, fly up pretty high come in with the sun at their back and dive bomb into the city drop spells fire whatever on soft targets things like um inns anywhere people might stay hotels bridges anything that can catch well well, hang on nathaniel says i i I get it we want to you know take the city and make people make mistakes but eventually i have to convince these guys that i'm the good guy so Zach kind of looks at him and then looks out to the crowd of thousands of demons and then looks back at him. You know, Nathaniel, I think we're past that point. We're going to make you the king. You will rule. People that disagree with that will uh, have their own problems. So that's right. The time for a facade is over. <sighs> Fine. Uh, okay. Well, I get it then. Sure, let's do a panic thing. The only problem is their marksmen are killer shots. Sending in a small platoon without much uh, much like that is basically a suicide mission. We do that at the same time that we launch an assault on two fronts. Distract them, keep everyone busy in the front, drop people in be- behind the lines. Hmm. Could work, I suppose. At the is same time, ideas? if we can get the third team going up the chute, that would be best. All right. Why don't you gather the rest of your your team? We'll discuss strategy and how we should go about the siege. Understood. How the I, fuck am I going to do that? <laughs> I make it. These idiots are everywhere. I'm assuming I make it. Uh, you, you were flying essentially just back to the hill? To the west front. To where? When or, to, or to the western front. Yeah, to the, uh, I'm sorry. 
You didn't even talk to the guy yet. Uh, yeah, to the Western Front. Uh, to is it kind of safe to assume that we're together at this point? Because I flew you over. Can yeah, I, you're, if you want to, I'm just gonna kick with you if that's cool. Because uh, oh, I I'm just gonna attack things that's when fine. given the chance. Great. Uh, you arrive and you can even without being a, uh, akin to him, as long as you knew he was here, you can tell that this is Orcus's encampment, mostly because of the amount of walking dead bodies that are around here. <laughs> the whites, the wraiths, ghasts. Every undead you can think of seems to be lined up on this side of the city. Truly terrifying for anyone that's inside of it. Great advantage for everyone on this side. Yeah. You can almost immediately picture out where he would be as he seems to have large totem poles made of decayed flesh topped with a decayed ram's head atop of them uh, lining a single tent, uh, a single large tent uh i pull nilo by the wrist like let's go like running i i was or like follow- by, by, not by the wrist but by the hand okay following suit i'd actually like to ask so this is the life you've been drawn to um yeah ah it's pretty badass right well i guess it's gonna make meeting the parents awkward but uh i don't have parents so don't worry about it oh perfect i mean i knew that i'm just <laughs> <laughs> i'm just running straight to that tent Okay. Uh, you run to the tent and a rather well-dressed, black-plated individual holds up his hand. Oh, there. This pale f- elven figure stands. And you are? Giram. Okay, Giram. He's expecting me. Hmm. He uh, looks to the tent, then back to both of you. And you. Oh, he's, I don't know if he's I'm with expe- me. I'm not expected. I'm just here for moral support. He's with me. All right. Then you stay out here. Can do. You can go in. All right. I still run. (laughs) You run on in, and immediately as you enter, it's a different world entirely. Oh, absolutely. By different world, I mean just the feeling of entering this tent becomes very, almost dread-filled. As you enter, you can see him standing there, a large, red-skinned individual back turned to you currently, and his wings rotting wings gently fluttering as he seems to be carving something into some large table uh oddly enough i feel like i'm at home like i feel like the, you know like i this like the warm embrace of home it's but for me it's the cold embrace of death but it's also home right at that moment i'd like to cast my shadow blade and then take a bow get on one knee Girum. my lord with this he turns, and the jagged mouth of the rotting ram's head that dawns this persona appears to fall slack as it looks to you. His eyes dart out from behind the empty sockets, and then finally they wrap in on you. The mace that hangs at his side seems to almost feel alive itself, almost seems to call for your blood. However, its request isn't heeded. I've been waiting for you. Sorry it took me so long. You did well. You've done well. I'm not one for dwelling on those who have not been wrapped in undeath themselves. But I suppose you are a needed exception. That being said, your gift is this. He raises his hand and on each of your side to ethereal specters begin to rise as two little 
beads of light form, and a skull-like face begins to rip itself from the black veil. They look to you. Completely, they seem to be missing their bottom halves, but completely intact everywhere else. These wraiths, consider them a gift for your service. Like legitimate wraiths? Like flying wraiths? Yes. All right, cool. Thank you, my lord. It's been an honor. I'm going to do some more work for you. Also, did you get that soul that I sent? He points to the wraith on the right. Ah, hey, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't touch the wraith, by the way. Um, I bow and I I assure him that more work is need to, is going to be done. I hope to see him at the end of this siege. And uh, oh oh, I forgot to tell you. So my one of my uh, associates, uh, Victor, who is a champion of lust, we have this plan for the Trinity of Flesh. Trinity of Flesh. Yes. Sounds macabre. Basically, okay, so we're trying to team up with Lust and Sino. A prime evil and a lesser evil. We're trying to obtain, not obtain, but, um, oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking right now on what we were trying to do with the, the Trinity of Flesh. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm gonna just yell out from a distance. We're trying to establish a, a partnership. Silent. <laughs> I'm not working. Silent. The person on the outside says to you. Okay, how's it going? Uh, I guess I will tell, do you, does Jose not know? I do not know. Okay, I will tell you, and then I guess you roll to see if you can, if Giram remembers. Uh, That's meta. Uh, (laughs) Wait, why don't we have him roll first? Yeah. And then then if he succeeds, then you can tell. Okay, cool. Would would that be insight or? Yes. A dirty 20. Yeah, right. I got a 19. <laughs> this is the only time he rolls poorly. Oh, low roll. 15. 18. I got a 15. Oh, it's such a low roll for you, though. I hate <laughs> you so much. Uh, just, That's a big thing, and it was talked about rather frequently. So, yeah, I can say, or recently, so I can say he remembers. Oh, we're trying to take down the, like, Kane and then Sudamsa. Okay. So, basically... We're trying to establish this partnership to take down the hierarchy in the depths of hell. Trying to take down Cain first, and then once we take down Cain, we're trying to take down the big eye. My liege. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Giram, you are bold. Anything for you. <laughs> I will agree to this treason. On one condition. Yes, my lord. We also dispatch of Ophio. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's he's the first one on the list. Let <laughs> me tell you what he did to me. <laughs> Let me tell you. I'm, you know this story for another time? We're going to get him. Don't worry. Ophio, dead. We're Like, you and I, we're going to torture him so bad that Sino is going to take notes. Very well. You should be aware of something, Giram. Yes, my lord. Lust and I, we are unable to enter the city. I understand. We're, we're, we're going to work on that. Very well. Then be gone. I understand that the mortal wishes to siege soon. Yes. I bow uh, in Kaavetanum, and then I leave. And it's, oh, I turn around. Let's, let's go. I'm going to tell to the wraiths. The wraiths all slowly follow. All right. So we, we exit. 
As okay. this is happening, can I try and befriend the uh, black-plated knight uh, standing outside? You're trying to befriend him? Yes. Okay. Uh, go ahead and say what you're trying to say. Dude, so, sick sword. Uh, dude, sick armor. Where'd you get it? Where can I get some? It was crafted by my family. Oh, man. Oh. Is this like a sad crafted by your family story? No. Oh. <laughs> well, hey, sick armor, dude. Thank you. It's actually made from my family. Uh, God damn it. I rolled a nat 20 earlier after I didn't need to roll it for anything. I roll a fucking nat one. <laughs> Woo. He hates me. I, I walk up and I just look at Nilo like, we need to go. Uh, I yeah. Oh, thank yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yep. I turn to him and kind of him and I extend my arm. And kind of him, brother. He shakes it. I'll see you on the other side. We need to, like, hurry. Uh, also, do you know where Pelagius would be? Pelagius? I think he's on the eastern camp. That's the mortal, right? That is correct, yes. Yes, the eastern camp. All right, we need to go. Flying. All right, I tell the race to follow us closely. Okay. The race nod and continue with you. Victor, any update on your situation? I've been trying to meet up with Suzette at base camp, but... I guess I can pray to Lust to see where they're at. Okay, go ahead and roll a religion. Nice, good thing I roll on advantage. Uh, 16. So, without even really needing to get too far into the prayer, you can feel uh, her presence down on the southern encampment. Is there anything you're trying to convey out to her? I'm saying to them... You're right. Yeah, <laughs> that I'm here, and I'd wish to meet... Conveying that to them, you can feel an acceptance and kind of pull you towards the southern encampment, which you're actually already at, to be honest. Oh, hell yeah. Then we sneaky around to our, to them. Darn it. <laughs> uh, so you head over to where you're feeling that presence from. They don't seem to have a tent at this moment. Um, resting upon the tent uh, seems to be a uh, horned... A uh, masculine individual at this moment who watches you approach. As you come closer, they are bathed in a purple flame and they return to being that entity you met down in the labyrinth. Victor. Hello. Well, Wait, hold on. I need to quickly message Koisa. Hey, Koisa, I haven't really figured this out. What are your religious leanings towards lust? I, I just, I. That, that's all a little bit out of my scope, to be honest. Okay, but you're not against them, right? If I was, they would have killed me, so okay. I'm... Okay, <laughs> you good, you good. I just want to make sure. Uh, hey, Lust, how you doing? I'm doing well. I'm waiting for this battle to start. How are you, Victor? I'm doing well. What's the plan? What are we doing? Well, currently we're waiting for a mortal to give the go-ahead to Siege. Apparently our first Siege didn't do un too well to their liking, uh, and we had to pull back the first assault. Wait, did you say a mortal or the mortal? A mortal. I'm not sure who he was. Skullface had a big old feather on his head. I'm a mortal, so let me friggin' I'll make the call. I mean, if you want to go ahead and give the hurrah to shout, I'll send people. Uh, you want to know what? Let's not pull the trigger too quickly. Hmm, very well. Then is there anything I can help you with? No, I just wanted to touch base with you, let you know that I'm here, and let me know whatever you're doing, that's what I'm doing. Then your presence is noted and welcome, my champion. Oh, also, check out my, my friend over here. Barry Boone Zombie. 
Yes, I noticed you resurrected that fellow from the patch. Barry Boone. Yeah. You seem to have a fair amount of control over him. Congratulations. I say sit. The zombie thuds onto the ground. Yes, I say bark. <sighs> I friggin' tell him to pee. It doesn't know how to do that. Darn it, I was gonna rub its nose in it. Sadist? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Impressive. It's too bad his bodily functions don't work anymore. Yeah, because he could have been fucking. Also that and the <laughs> fact that he couldn't obey the P command, but yeah, all of that. Wait, let me see. Uh, zombie. Fuck. Ooh, wait a minute. Mm, the zombie doesn't do romance. Okay, good. Oh, God. What? I uh, know we're we're skipping we're <laughs> blowing past that. Nick Romancy. Like a cool summer breeze. <laughs> <laughs> Just going right past it. All right. Well, is there anything else then, Victor? No, I'm going to meet up with my team and I'll see you on the battlefield. Very well. Oh, um, before you go, you should note that I won't be seeing you inside of the city. How come? For some odd reason, it would seem the undead tyrant over there and I are unable to enter the city. We tried before and our skin began to sear and melt before us. You guys slugs? Is there salt in the air? It would appear so. Okay, dang. Are we on the water? Uh, we are on the water, yes. The, it might the be north, the salt. The north side is covered in ocean. You, that's a fair point. You, I'll let him know that. Okay, but you're getting those <laughs> negative ions. It makes you happy. Mm-hmm. But the salt does not. That's true. That's science for you. <laughs> I haven't said the necromancer. <laughs> it's a little bit more art than science. <laughs> Mm, no, I'm thinking of baking. Never mind. I'm thinking <laughs> no, of baking. No, no. Baking is the science. Cooking is the art. No. Yes. Yes. I'm so sorry. No. Once again, I <laughs> I have you on a three-way right now, and I apologize. <laughs> My bad. What I'm trying to say is... So I bow, and then I head over to the, the other camp. Okay. With that... Everyone finally arrives at the Pelagius' main camp. Wait, do I see Giram? You do see Giram arriving at this moment. Who the, when do we get a deck of many things? You got a, you got a wraith? I got two of them, look. And the uh, other one what? comes behind me. One's Shangri-La, one's Hell's Pit. You guys got the Juggalo deck of many things? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> only if you drew Ringmaster, a great Malenko, or amazing <laughs> Jekyll Brothers. <laughs> Boom, bang, pow. Oh, Don't know uh, why that's in there. Hey, buddy. Yeah, what's up? Orcus said yeah. Yes. But we have to kill Ophio oh. as well. I'm fine with that. <laughs> okay. Not much will be missed of him. One of the Wraith speaks. Oh, hello. Oh, Wait, wow. they can speak? Yes. Yes. We are not as in unintelligent as that ghoul you travel with. They're also oh. like legitimately, are they floating? Or are they walking? What's the story? They're floating. What, All right. What ghoul are you? You know what? Anyway. He points to the zombie that's following Victor. Suzette <laughs> sees them floating and uh, praises them. How far off the ground can you get? An interesting question. <laughs> <laughs> I ask it, how much death can you eat? So much. Yes. <laughs> oh. So much death. I tell it to sing bowling balls. 60 feet. It says hover. Well, that's the flying speed, Oh, right? flying speed, yeah. It says so hover. here's the thing. It says hover, so I don't think they can actually fly. Well, fuck It's I just know. that they happen to be flying, but they can only be so far off the ground. Mm. Let's test it out. Push them off the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
All right. Well, then we still need a plan to get the rope up the chute. Grappling hook? I. Oh. Oh. I uh, look over to Pelagius. Do we have any uh, shapeshifters? None that have revealed themselves. Do we have any druids? Koisa can turn into a centipede. That's not. Koisa turns into the centipede. No, he can only do that once a day. Please don't. Oh, no. (laughs) He's like, woo! See? So we have to get a rope Uh, up a chute, but what's the issue with the chute? The chute's only five feet in diameter, so someone like you was wings can't really get up there. The only other way I can think of this is if we use some sort of magic to create a draft of wind, so all you would have to do is basically expand your wings slightly, and the wind would carry you upwards. What about an imp, Wraith says? That would work. Where can we find one? We can probably have one of the tyrants. Can you go get one? one? I'll be back. Also, guys, Victor is tiny and strong. I Koisa, I, I assume this shoot is longer than you can like conceivably throw. Okay. Plus, it's a five foot diameter. Oh so no, I meant f- I could climb up. It's adamantium, so there's nothing to hold on oh, to. It's okay, just like okay. a. You could just use web and stick to the inside of it. <sighs> oh shoot! I'm Spidey Man. <laughs> He had to cast he it and waste all it so of his. Times. He wastes all of his spell slots to do it. Only gets halfway up and then gets stuck. I th- yeah, I take a long rest and uh, well in the web. <laughs> I sleep on the web. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the web disappears after a certain amount of time. Yeah, about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be mid sleep and just hear. <laughs> um, okay, the wraith goes to fetch one of the tyrants. While they do that, Suzette. Uh, have you filled them in on exactly what the what your proposed plan is? Do they know of any ways they can help? So the idea here is threefold. We have one or two of the fronts attack and a sieging formation. We then also have a group of winged or flying creatures attack from the sky with the sun at their back so they're unable to be seen until the last moment. They'll cause discord inside of the city while the gates are being attacked. During that time, we will try to get up the chute and into the city. During the chaos, hopefully, we'll be able to slip in unnoticed. And you said it's a chute, right? So it's their escape? Yes. Uh, what so if it's at, like a giant slide. Yeah. What if at the moment we're doing that, as we're climbing up the rope, they attempt to go down the the chute? That would be unfortunate. That's all I got for you. That's a, that's Man, a fair is- answer. <laughs> <laughs> would it be best to just climb up the rope beforehand and camp out? Somewhere inside, right? Just- no, no, that's like we would be staged first, right? Okay, and then they would do their thing. We would then enter the city. Okay, so what exactly do we have at our disposal? Like full force, full everything. What do we have? We have a lot of undead wraiths, whites, probably a revenant or two. Yeah, uh, I'm not. That's all from Orcus. Uh, I'm not really sure what else is here. I mean, King Nirum still hasn't made it. Neither has the the rebels. So I'm not really sure. They actually did arrive. Um, and then they were uh, eaten. No, we have them outfitted. They're part of, they've mixed in with the occult and fort. Ah. We should hold the humans back uh, till the end. That way, once we occupy the city, we'll have more humans to kind of turn the goodwill towards Nathaniel. Mm. Good thinking. We'll follow through with that. Aside from that, we had to answer your other question. We have some lesser fiends under... The, Lust's banner. I have a crazy idea, Pelagius. Yes. Remember back in the cell 
were you able to get in contact with the the cult of Orcus? I was briefly. They have have they made it? Not that I've noticed. Okay. Do you think you can send a messenger to them? I likely wouldn't be able to. That's actually a point I wanted to bring up at some point. The siege has to be over within three days. Understand. As reinforcements are on their way. Mm. Second crazy idea. What if to ensure panic and chaos, why don't we, as the undead and the just the undead army attack, what if we also, like, are we able to get Alder the Awoken? Another thing that I was going to bring up, we do have Alder, yes, but he should really only be used in the most dire circumstance, as if they learn that we have a eldritch being with us, then the rest of the world will certainly fall into dispatch of us. Most of them are too worried about the political stance of aiding Orlay. If an eldritch being gets brought into the uh, mix, it will no longer be a concern of politics, but a worldly threat. Uh, I think we should use him only as a retreat mechanism or to head off the, uh, at the end of the three days, if we're still not done here, head off the army coming at us. Hey, for the shoot, totally forgot. I can polymorph. I can oh. turn, yeah, like I can just turn into a flying creature, hook on talons and get a rope up, then unpolymorph, secure the rope. That's what we're trying to do, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, guys, polymorph. I am so sorry. Um, weird idea. But uh to Victor, um that flower that you once got from Lust. We uh, don't have it anymore. Right. Yeah. But under certain uh, certain circumstances, it can cause the person who sniffs it to be, what exactly? Just very... Ch- charmed? What if... I know Lust can't enter the battlefield, but what if we were able to recreate that on a larger city-wide scale, cause the entire city to become an enchanted Lust-filled panic or fever dream, and then mm. still attack from above? The <clears throat> craze, the attack, the infiltration... All of that should probably be in our favor, no? I assume, if I'm correct, and I think I might be, that somehow they've consecrated the entire city in some way. Right. Created a structure of consecration, right? Okay. So if you throw something that's demonic or fiendish into that, it'll just burn. So that that was brilliant. That's who that lady is. They have some sort of arch priestess here somewhere in the city. Uh, do we know who of? We believe it's of, unfortunately, Atlas. Dibs. So should the plan be murder that person first? No, no. I get to murder her. Uh, Yes, the plan is that person is murdered first. (laughs) Yes. So that's some thing we have to add to the siege is we have to find and destroy her. If we destroy her, then we would be able to allow the lords in. And if that's the case, then the siege becomes a lot more easy to win. All right, so we go in basically as a strike force to get the priest. He, he nods. An assassination. A counter strike. CS go. <laughs> I fucking hate you. A guys. band of brothers. <laughs> Call of Juarez. <laughs> With that being said. Hey, you, real quick, a lot of the people here say with that being said. You guys notice that? Do you guys want me to just curse everyone? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's in Gothica. It's like a common saying. Okay. Yeah. Like here, hella dope is common, but in there, it's not. Sure. Also, how hard would it be to lie our way in? 
I mean, we're standing with a giant army at our back, so let's I go for stealth, lie once we get there. They're not with us. We actually have thought of that. Mm. And we tried. Uh. They don't let anyone close enough to even shout towards them. He points to the large body pile. <laughs> so maybe best way in probably would to be go through the chute and just make our way through, assassinate the Archpriestess. And, and the last horse business. crosses the finish line. Yes, let's get down that. Swell. Okay, we will do that. However, you should note that we can't send more than a few people up that chute, obviously. It's going to take too long. It would be a waste of the manpower. No, understood, yeah. A we'll couple hundred's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can only afford a thousand. Aside from that, we will begin our assault on the three fronts. Once you have done away with the Archpriestess, what, what then? You, will you just join a, an assault? I doubt a flanking maneuver with a low amount of people would work. Uh, we could hit higher value targets, similar to what we did with the Priestess. You know, all right, very well. Any kind of, I don't know, general? Well, let's go over what we have right now. Essentially, there are three major points that we're trying to accomplish with this siege. All of them, essentially, different barriers we must break through. There's the outer wall, which we haven't been able to penetrate yet. We think if we could get rid of the garrison leader there, might be easier to destroy forces that have no direct instruction. Uh, aside from that, we're going to have to get um, go across the actual Raven Bridge, as well as taking out the inner wall. Now, crossing the Raven Bridge isn't necessary for destroying the inner wall. However, that side is much easier to penetrate. Finally, there's the palace itself, of where we can expect some of their more elite forces, as well as anyone who's he- uh, heading this assault any surviving royal family members, any regents, and or incredibly important or legion individuals. I think if we can take the main bulk of the city, we should be able to persuade the castle to lay down its arms. Perhaps. If their pride doesn't swallow them, obviously. Which, noting that it's the divine aristocracy, that is a very high possibility. True. I guess we'll figure that out when we get there. I mean, there's a lot leading up. Well, you will be there, you understand, in the matter of an hour or so. I do have a question, though. Do we have any kind of uh, way to communicate between our groups and your groups? He thinks for a moment, and he looks to Vera. You're sending stones. Uh, Vera pulls out two rocks and essentially hands one to Pelagius. If we just write on the right on these rocks he'll be able to receive any messages understood all right then we'll be able to tell you once we're set up so you can start the uh distraction so we can slip into the city very well all right let's do this we're like tablets yeah kind of i, mean, I don't know smaller it's, it's like cell phones it's like texting like a tablet was originally like a stone <laughs> tablet like no. that's you would literally write on stone tablets yeah but now this is on a small scale now we're just texting Guys, the future is now. I'm gonna strangle him. We're going to begin the siege then. Pull their attention elsewhere. You four, I'm assuming, have volunteered yourselves for this mission, correct? Yes. Yes. The assassination force will head up the chute. Be careful, obviously. If anything goes awry, you don't have much of an exit. You can just get back to the chute, but with the, if you use the chute, then that infiltration plan 
can be considered wasted. True. Correct. We'll figure it out. Vera, are you going to want to come with us or no? She looks to you for, and then to Pelagius, is there anywhere I'd be better suited than there? She's like, please, dear God, assign me somewhere else. (laughs) In truth, it might benefit to have a powerful spellcaster like yourself distracting the garrison. Very well. Then I suppose I'll do my distractions. Then you four will go up alone and do perform the assassination. All right. See you on the other side. Nuts. And I flip off the, the Riker Drachmas. Before you go, I do want to stress, yes, it is a priestess, but this is an arch priestess we're dealing with. She is powerful. She's not just some helpless woman. It's understood. We get it. Very well. Then, off you go. I still flip off the Riker Drachmas. Then they rode into the sunset. <laughs> All right. Preparations uh, kind of set, at least on your end. Uh, you tend to assassinate someone. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, while the siege continues, you have to do it in three days, mind you. Yay. We can do it. We'll do it in a day and a five minute. <laughs> a day and a five minute. A day and a single five <laughs> minutes. But with that, I think with preparations in order, you're on scene. Preparations are set. Next uh, next episode, we'll begin the assault, the infiltration, and we'll hopefully see whether Ravenbridge falls or if the Noctis Occulta are defeated. Yeah? Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Great. Well, we were going to wrap it up here. That's all we have in time today. We're going to go through our normal plugs here. James, where can everything be found at? MLMPod.com righteous uh check out our podcast there and always hit us up on social media uh with that being said i'm going to ask in spirit of my intro here would you bring back 2007's email if it meant that you had to be a part of it yourself Uh, whatever sure i mean righteous brand new death cab for cutie why not guys emo is not a phase it's a lifestyle no ever let anyone tell you different you've always been emo and with that being said, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you in class, bitch sticks. <laughs>